0: If there are two things that are for certain in my life right now, it is that one, I'm really trying to prioritize the food that I put in my body because I know what I feed myself. I end up feeding baby Poppy. And two, I do not have a lot of time. And even if I have aspirations of having these great balanced meals, sometimes I just do not have enough time perfect for us. So head to factormeals.com slash in minutes 50 to use code in minutes 50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. That's code in minutes 50 at factormeals.com slash in minutes 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Mindful in Minutes podcast. And today we're doing a freeform episode. So we're going to talk about energy work and meditation. So this is something that I'm actually really excited to talk about. I don't know if I've shared this Or not, I can't remember. But one of the first healing modalities that I ever learned and shared um, was energy healing. Uh, Specifically, I did Reiki, but I've done a lot of study and training in energy work in general. Um, It can have many different names. There's a few different variations. So you may have heard this called Reiki or Healing Touch or Energy Work, or there's a lot of different kind of versions out there. Um, But we're gonna be talking about just the general idea of what it is how you can use it, and how you can use meditation to kind of activate this process of energy healing. Um, One little disclaimer, we are going to, you know, energy healing is a little woo-woo. It's a little out there. So if that is not your style, if you're more here for like the science and the meditation, like how to, um, you know what? This might not be your favorite episode. I think still give it a chance, but... I don't know. This is my woo-woo warning. <laughs> um, also, I want to take a second just to I don't know, just thank everyone. I've for being here, for leaving like your five star reviews, for being so supportive. There's some new friends that are out here because you all have been sharing and I'm so grateful for that. Um also I just revealed um on my Instagram like my uh book review book reveal and I got like the first hard copy and I'm like obsessed with it it's so beautiful I can't even I don't know it's like such a mind-blowing and humbling experience like something I just I always like dreamt of like being an author and writing a book but it's just something that it never felt like attainable to me especially like someone with you know, dyslexia and ADHD. And it's just something that never felt like it was a dream that would become a reality. And it has. And I did like a little reveal where you can like see like the um, book over on Instagram, but so many nice comments, so much support. And I don't know, I just like, I don't even know what to do with all that. (laughs) Other than just say that I'm so grateful. and, And thank you so much for for doing that and for being so kind and loving and supportive of this and I'm really close to my pre-order goal which is really exciting um so yeah so if you're thinking about pre-ordering it or if you're like I know I'm going to get that book but I'm waiting until it's available if you want to just pre-order it that'd be awesome too um because I have, sp- I have a specific goal in mind and I'm getting closer and closer and closer to it, which is really exciting for me because I know that that means that you all are really excited about it too. But anyways, enough about that. I just was really reflecting on a lot of like gratitude and just like how beautiful this community is and how grateful I am for all of you. So I, I just wanted to verbalize that in case I haven't done that in a while because I think about it like every day. So on that note, let's um, shift gears into our our woo-woo fun, energy healing. So what is energy healing? We're going to kind of talk about the, you know, the what is it? How does it work? Why does it work? How do you kind of activate this energy within you? Also, um, I'm going to talk about how you can kind of do some energy healing on your own. And then Sunday's meditation is kind of an energy healing activation meditation. So it's going to be one. It'll make more sense towards the end of this episode. um, But it's a guided practice to kind of help you activate that energy and to kind of get that energy moving and flowing. So what is energy healing? Energy healing as a whole, and remember, there's a lot of different – versions or variations on energy healing. We're going to talk about it kind of more broad scale. But energy healing is a practice where healers or practitioners, they channel universal life force or healing energy into someone or themselves to help balance, heal and remove blockages from the body. So the way that I like to describe it is if like everything is made of energy, right? There's this you know, the idea that everything is made of energy and that there is a kind of like a universal healing energy. So I think about this a lot in terms of, um, you know, it's kind of like when we do a lot of these guided meditations and you visualize like a white healing light shining down on you or like a golden light shining around you to protect you. It's kind of that idea of like there is a certain like light, a certain energy that you can call upon and like draw inward that can work on your energetic system, also your physical body as well. And so energy healing is a way that you personally on yourself or on others and like on your pets and things too, you can call in that universal like healing energy and move it usually through the crown of the head. At least that's where I visualize it coming through and then kind of out of your hands. And so then you can place your hands like different areas or, you know, you can turn your palms up and maybe radiate that light to someone else. Um, Yeah, it it really works with like the energetic highway, which I want to revisit in a second. I know I've done a Chakras 101, but I want to revisit like the whole energetic like highway system. That's what that's within us. So with energy healing, it really is about just becoming like a conduit for this life force this light energy this healing energy this it's always good positive energy always 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 and so how do you kind of become a conduit for that energy either calling it in to yourself and where you may need it or calling it in and directing it through your hands to someone else that that may need it so it's the practice of of that So the way that this works or what it's working on is the energetic highway that's within us. I know I've touched on this or elements of it, but I want to revisit it because energy healing kind of works on the same level. um, Like in the yoga space, we refer to these different like levels or layers of our being as like the koshas, which just means layer or sheath. This is going to work on our second kosha. And this is all really fresh in my mind because I just did um, Yoga Nidra teacher training this weekend. We were talking all about the koshas. But it's like the second layer is our energetic layer. So our first layer is like our physical body. And the second layer is the energetic body. And so the energetic body, so things like the chakras, the nadis, ida, pingala I'll define these in just a moment. But these are all within kind of that second layer of us, that deeper layer, our energetic highway. There's also components like of acupuncture that works. Of course, you know, you're putting the needles in the physical body, but also when you're working with like the meridians and acupuncture, like that's kind of an energetic Highway. When we do like a chakra meditation, we're working on the energetic system as well. And so there's, there's a lot of different practices out there that work with this energetic system, this highway within us. And energy healing is one way that we can do that. So the energetic highway that's within us, just like a little recap, I think this is so interesting, is I think of it, I truly do think of it as like a highway. So, if we have this energetic highway within us, we have the main highway. Um, this is called Shishumna, and it is your spine, more or less. So, like how we want this to be functioning is there is energy just free flowing kind of up and down the spine, um, no problem, right? Like, no traffic jams, no construction, nothing like that. It's just like clear passage. You can move up and down this highway freely that's called shishumna now there are different exits on this highway which are like the chakras so and if you want more on that you can go back and listen to the chakras 101 um, episode also if you're really into chakras cassie yule uhl she's done a meditation for us before too um she has a great book on chakras if you're a reader so there's different exits on this highway those are the chakras right so we have you know the root chakra sacral Um, we have the solar plexus the heart the throat the third eye the crown of the head and basically what happens is you're taking this highway with energy moving up and down but if you want to go to a certain part like if you wanted to go to your your heart center right you would take the heart chakra exit and then you could go there maybe doing some physical work with the heart maybe doing some emotional work on the heart Um, but you can take this energy moving up and down and you can take the different exits which take you to different parts of yourself from that highway there's also two different like frontage roads that run on the sides of this highway they are called ida and pingala um Ida is it starts on the left side of the body. It's kind of this cool feminine moon energy that's within us. And then Pingala is like the hot fiery sun masculine energy that's within us. We all have both. And sometimes you'll be a little bit more predominant in one or the other or sometimes it can be a little bit out of balance. Like I have a tendency to sometimes have more like Pingala energy, which can really kind of be that like go-getter, overwork, do 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 energy that can lead to burnout. So like I personally need to work on cultivating some of like my Ida energy, but we all have both of these energies. The way that I kind of remember the two is like Ida is sounds like a woman's name, so then that's like the feminine, and then you know Pingala is the masculine. So those are like the two frontage roads. Um, Ida is the left side of the body, Pingala is the right side of the body. In this energetic highway, this part isn't necessarily like too important, um, but Ida and Pingala do intersect and kind of crisscross creating this little infinity symbol at each chakra. Um, but for energy healing purposes, Ida's left side of the body, Pingala's right side of the body. And then we do generally have our aura. So our aura is... I think I've done an Aura 101 or something similar. I, we, I know we've talked about auras here before. But your aura is kind of like your little energy bubble that surrounds you. So it's it can be a protective bubble. It also, you're probably most familiar with like auras and how they have like different colors and things which can symbolize different stuff. But more or less think of your aura as kind of your energetic bubble that's all around you. So like, you know when you meet someone and just right away you get like a vibe from them, either you like it or you don't like it, you're probably picking up on some of their energy like from their aura. Or sometimes if someone's standing like a little too close to you, you're like, oh, you're kind of like invading in on my bubble, Right, you're probably sensing that they're like kind of in your aura space, which doesn't always feel as good. And our aura does need continual energetic maintenance, just like you know, the different um, pathways. They're called nadis, N A D I, which includes Shashumna, Ida, and Pingala. We have a lot of different ones in our body, but those are like the three big ones. Uh, The chakras and your aura, it all needs kind of this general energetic maintenance, if you will. And that's where energy healing can come in. So, again, going back to this idea of the koshas of the different layers. So, if we have this second layer here, this energetic highway, if that is functioning well, that is then going to radiate out into that first layer, that physical body. And of course, we can't go and, you know, get an x ray of, you know, our third eye chakra and be able to diagnose what the issue is. But a lot of times, you can just tell. It's a little bit more intuitive. Like if you feel off or you're feeling, you know, you're not feeling like very grounded, that can be a symbol that maybe we need a little more energy in that root chakra. Or maybe we're feeling like we're really in that go, 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 go pingala energy. Then maybe we need to kind of soften it and slow down, do a little more moon energy. Or maybe you're just feeling generally kind of like, unwell and bogged down that could be a sign that maybe our aura needs a little bit of like a clearing or a little bit of repair so a lot of this energetic highway and how you know because that's usually a question is like well how do I know if I have an imbalance usually you know because something it just feels off or you feel like there's too much of something or not enough of something else And that can be hard for some of my more literal thinkers, um, you know, my people who want to, who wish they could go and just get, you know, an MRI of their aura and be like, oh, my gosh, look at that. I have a, you know, a weak spot in my aura on the right side. Uh, We can't really do that. So we have to kind of turn inward, focus on this kind of energetic system and intuitively decide, like, what needs to be done. Okay, so we have all of that for... Background now circling back to energy healing and how it works. So, energy healing again, there's this universal kind of life force, this healing energy, this positive energy that works on our energetic system. So, when you are kind of opening again, for me, what it feels like is kind of opening the crown of the head, welcoming the light energy in. Letting it either go to the place in my body that needs it or sending it out through my hands. Um, but I'll teach you kind of how to do that, work with that energy in a moment. But it goes and it is kind of like this beautiful little remedy and energy and light that works specifically on this energetic highway. So if you have a you know, chakra that maybe is... Um, either too active or underactive, right, this healing energy can go to that area and kind of balance it out a little bit. If Shashumna, maybe there's a little bit of a traffic jam on your highway, this energy can come through and clear that out. So it really does kind of this like clearing and balancing and like restoration of the energetic system within us that then radiates out to our physical bodies and our everyday life and like our general well-being so how do you work with this energy what do you do how do you activate what do you do with this knowledge and what i will say of course you know little caveat um listening to a little mini freeform episode will never give you the in-depth information and you know stuff that you need to know to actually become like a energy healing practitioner but it is my belief that like if we're working with this stuff personally for like our own well-being with our own kind of meditation practice that even knowing just sort of like the basics of how it works and how to um sort of activate that energy, that that can be a really powerful and useful tool for you personally. But if you're like, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. I want to become an energy healer, whatever it is, of course, go and find like, you know, training and courses and things in it. Um, find someone locally who trains in it because it is a really interesting experience to, or even go and get like an energy healing session. It's it's a really interesting experience because, Sometimes people will, basically what happens if you're getting like, you know, for instance, like if I was going to do a Reiki session with you, it would be like this. You'd kind of come in and um, you'd like lay down usually on like a massage table or something like that. You keep your clothes on and um, you kind of lay there and you relax and you breathe. And maybe you start with just like a little bit of like a meditation that part's optional. Of course, I always like to incorporate that cuz that's just like my vibe. And then you just lay there and the practitioner will either hover their hands over like different parts of your body, like your feet, your knees, you know, things like that, kind of focusing on the different chakras. Some will do hands-on, where they'll put their hands on your body. Of course, your practitioner should always be asking for your consent before they touch you. Um so just keep that in mind. And Often people will feel maybe like some tingling or like warmth coming from the person's hands, kind of like warming up that area. And it just feels like this kind of deep, relaxing experience where you're just kind of laying there, you're resting, usually there's nice like soft music. And then the um, energy healer or practitioner, they are doing kind of the work to just direct that universal energy through them into your body. And then the theory is that this energy will just go where it's needed. Um, And then they will usually end the session-ish by kind of like clearing the aura, building up the aura, maybe adding this little protective bubble around it. That's what I like to do. And um, yeah, so kind of that's it in a nutshell, like in a quick little, like 30 second, what happens? That's kind of what happens. At least like if you were to take a session with me, it would be similar ish to that. That whole process will take 45 to 60 minutes. Um, usually like, I would set aside for like an hour or so. It uh, doesn't always take that long. It kind of just depends. This episode is brought to you by Cozy Earth, and I'm thrilled to tell you about them because I've loved Cozy Earth since before they even sponsored this podcast. Now, Cozy Earth creates these luxurious bedding products. We are talking about like the softest bed sheets you have ever felt in your life. I'm speaking from experience. Also, these amazing like sleepwear products, loungewear, like anything that you need to create this amazing soft, cozy sleep sanctuary in your this wonderful cozy Earth gift. And let's be honest, mom deserves it. So head over to cozyearth.com and use promo code mindful for an exclusive thirty-five percent off. Soft as a mother's touch, cozy Earth wishes you a happy Mother's Day. Also, something that, from my own experience in terms of like how long it takes or not, I have found that when I do, and and I haven't like regularly done Reiki or energy healing sessions like as like a service for quite a while I used to do them like when I had like my studio and stuff it was you know a thing but I can only do so much like before I start to feel really drained so sometimes it's like the energy kind of moves like really fast through me especially when I'm feeling a little bit more like energized and balanced and at ease myself and then sometimes um, it feels a little bit more like sluggish like right now I wouldn't be doing any energy Um, healing work for others, maybe for myself, mostly because I personally like my energy is just much lower because um, my energy is currently focused on uh, growing a little human in my abdomen. And so you can just kind of like feel it. But that's, you know, that's kind of just a little aside for like from someone who does it. Um, if you're doing it for yourself, like if you're just welcoming in this energy and letting it go wherever it needs to go in your body, that shouldn't feel like draining or particularly like cumbersome or um, like you have to push it or force it in any way. So how do you, if you were to work with a little bit of energy healing before we talk about like different meditations that you can do with this, how would you do some energy healing on yourself if you just wanted to kind of dabble? So the first thing that you would do is you'd really start by kind of sitting or laying down, maybe taking a few deep breaths, getting into sort of that meditative, relaxed state, even just like a little bit, kind of clearing your mind and opening yourself up and just sort of connecting with this energy. So again, Sunday's meditation is going to be a guided meditation that will help you do all this. Like I'll walk you through that process. But if you're going to do it on your own, and you can imagine that this energy, maybe it has a certain color for you, maybe it has a certain texture, like I think about it as kind of being white and gold, um, light energy that just kind of like pours in. That's how it looks for me, um, but it may feel or look different for you. But just clearing your mind, taking a few deep breaths, getting to that meditative state, kind of welcoming in that energy into your body is sort of step one. And then you can focus on the flow of energy kind of from generally just around you, like activating the energy and directing it in through the crown of your head and out of your hands. So I really do think about it as like almost like there's this like trap door at the top of my head and this light energy kind of pours in through that trap door and then moves like down my face, down my neck and throat, through my shoulders, down my arms and out my hands so that my palms tend to like get kind of warm and like activated. That's for me. Um, So thinking about bringing the energy into your body and then you can either bring it in and keep it in and visualize it going to different parts of your body. Maybe that needs some extra work Um, or you can send it out through your hands. And then it's also important to set an intention when you're doing this. So it can be anything like may this energy help to um, balance and align my energetic system. It could be more specific, you know, may this energy flow to my heart center to help me um, soothe my heartbreak or something like that. It can be as general, like just a general intention of like may this help to very specific. So setting an intention. And then you're going to either visualize this energy going to different parts of your body or the different chakras, or you can take your hands and you can place them like say on your head and work on the crown chakra um, or over your forehead working on like the third eye, but you can visualize this too. Um, It just depends on if you, if it just feels right to put your hands different places or to just visualize the energy going there. And you'll just let that energy pour into that spot. And you'll just kind of go intuitively, like, where does this energy need to go? And maybe it's your different chakras. Maybe it's like, oh, the left side of my body needs some more work. Or it can even be something like, I've had this low back pain and it's really been bugging me. So I'm going to imagine this universal healing energy going and pouring into my low back to do any kind of work and maintenance there that needs to be done. Um. And then that's kind of it. <laughs> it's not, I feel like something I've been saying so much lately is it's, you know, it's it's not that hard. And I don't mean that in a flippant way, but a lot of these things, I think, think sometimes we build them up. Even meditation, we build it up to be like this big, huge, complicated thing. And usually it's not that complicated. You absolutely can make it complicated. And this is like... Energy Healing 101, or not even, I don't even know. What's like the prerequisite to like a 101? That's what this is. Just total foundational work and like, you know, what it is, how it works, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But you just kind of intuitively for yourself, let that energy move to wherever it needs to go. And then I like to end with a clearing of the aura. And so visualizing kind of your energetic bubble, maybe a certain color comes up for you. Maybe it's clear. Um, up to, I mean, everyone will see something a little bit different. And so imagining that this energy, that any gunk is being cleared, so this light can maybe shine on your aura, your bubble, clear out any gunk, any sluggishness. Um, If there's any repairs that need to be done, like you can get little holes in your aura. They also can be kind of sponge-like, so it can absorb like You know, when you spend time with people, like really negative people, I think about this one a lot because I feel it a lot and they're like complaining or they just have like that really low energy and then you can feel kind of that energy like, quote, like sticking to you. It's like their negativity is kind of like, like a sponge. My aura has absorbed a little bit. So maybe clearing some of that out and then you end by just closing your intention or being like, oh, thank you so much for that, you know, energy that I needed to balance my body Um, And then you're going to wash your hands and kind of ground yourself. So, you know, planting your feet firmly on the ground, go outside, touch grass, put your feet in grass, stand in the sun for a second, eat a piece of chocolate, like something grounding that's going to kind of bring you back like to that present moment. Um, But yeah, that's kind of it. And this is something that you can just sort of dabble with. I used to like to do this. Um, as I was falling asleep at night, especially if my brain was, like, really busy, I would kind of just, like, lay there and relax and then just imagine, like, the slight energy coming in and moving to my different parts, um, doing any work that needed to be done. And I found that to be, like, really relaxing and soothing. It helped me fall asleep at night. Uh, but you can just sort of play around with it. Um, again, I'll do a guided meditation for this on Sunday if you want a little support. So that would be if you wanted to kind of dabble with this energetic system, this energy work on your own, Um, some specific kind of energy healing and meditation techniques that work really well. So if you're wanting to just maybe not even do like energy healing or, you know, go down that road, there are some Meditation techniques that specifically work on the same energetic highway that I want to touch on. So the first one is you can do, of course, you know, a guided meditation or some kind of an energy activation meditation. Which I've told you five thousand times already. I've already created one. It's it's going to be there on Sunday. You could also meditate on any individual part of that energetic highway. So even if you don't want to work with that universal energy, if you feel like, you know what, my heart center, my heart chakra needs a little bit of work, you could always do a meditation around that particular part, or if you wanted to kind of cultivate um, you know, more of that moon energy or more of that sun energy, you could kind of go and um, meditate on like a specific part of your energetic highway or your aura that feels like it needs some extra support. Um, You can go and do kind of sun and moon specific type things and meditation. So that could even be meditating at night for the moon energy or meditating in the morning for the sun energy. You can visualize moonlight shining down on your body in your meditation or sunlight shining down on your meditation. You could go outside for a walking meditation. This is usually really good for um, energy clearing and balancing or doing forest bathing. It's also good for that sun energy. And you can do the same thing at night. You can do moon bathing as well where you go outside and you meditate or you stand under the moonlight or you kind of walk around at night, of course, you know, safely and all of that. Um, Yeah. What else? I'm trying to think if there's any other sun or moon energy specifically that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, not really. It's really just kind of if you want to work on those two opposing energies, it's usually just like meditating on the sun and the moon or during the time of the sun and the moon or the left side of the body or the right side of the body. And then there's also some practices like spinal breathing, which is something that we do in yoga nidra practices a lot. But maybe this is something that I'll do like a guided meditation for. But it's basically where you visualize breath moving up and down the spine with every inhale and exhale, really kind of clearing and preparing um, the spine or shashumna for kind of that energetic flow. So you've heard me do this one before in if you've listened to the yoga nidra practices, but you can just kind of isolate that particular sort of breath. Um, and it's really good for kind of clearing that main highway, um, shishumna, to get the energy freely flowing kind of up and down the spine. So that is our kind of woo woo fun for the day. Our little basic energy healing, how you work with it, how you meditate with it or on it or activate that energy. Hopefully, this gave us some food for thought, something to think about, even if it was just a fun new thing to learn about. Awesome. Um, I hope that you are all doing well. Let's see. Oh, one recommendation. Let's see. I came across this, um, book. I'm checking right now because I'm pretty sure it's Kat Fowler. Um, yes it is. So, um, if you are a reader, so Kat Fowler, F-O-W-L-E-R. And if I remember, I will put, um, Cassie's book and Kat's book in the show notes if I remember I'll try really hard um, she has a great book on energy healing the ultimate guide to energy healing um, it is it's very very comprehensive it's it goes way deeper into these things but if you're like oh this is so interesting I want to learn more um, she I've read her book and I really enjoyed her book as well So I will try my absolute best to put those links in the show notes. I hope that you guys are doing well. And thank you for joining me. I'll see you on Sunday for this week's meditation.